listening to the Salt and Light podcast. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Thank you for joining. Matthew chapter 8, the Word of God is alive, brings us into new heights, takes us to His purpose. Matthew chapter 8, verse 8, the Word of God speaks. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word, and my servant will be healed. The centurion comes and says, I don't deserve for you to get close to me, but I believe that if you say a word, everything can change. Would you close your eyes where you are? God, I thank you for your word. I pray that in our hearts, you would mark us today to live by faith and not by sight, to walk in truth. Lord, I pray that every lie will fall down and that your truth will remain. In our hearts and our minds, Holy Spirit, right now, come and change, come and bring a paradigm shift so that we live in your purpose and in your will. In Jesus' name, we all say amen. amen. Talking about ladies' conference and ladies in the house, I'm going to open my heart a little bit. Uh, I'm a little uncomfortable sharing this, so please bear with me, okay? But I, I just want you to know this was a season in my life. It's no longer part of my life, okay? It was a season in my life. Uh, I grew up in a house where my mom will watch novelas all the time, soap operas. And I kind of got addicted to them for a while. Um, now we call them Netflix series. Don't lie. And I, and, and I grew up in a house which the novella will go, the soap opera will go, and they always kind of had the same story. It's kind of like Hallmark movies. Some of you guys are already watching Hallmark movies. They kind of had the same, you know, the same uh, situation in which there'll be this lady, this young lady that was poor. And she'll be on the streets with her puppy. Carrying it, saying, would you give me a job, please? On the other side, there'll be this handsome man, Pastor Pepe Olivares. <laughs> hey, I like to speak by faith, you hear me? This, it was usually like a name like Juan Antonio Solis del Toro. And you look at that lady, and when he will see her, give her a job, please. She'll look at him. Gracias, señor. At the end of that novella, the soap opera, at the end of it, that girl owned that guy's business. All the time, every time. I knew how it was going to end. It would usually come up as being like, oh, either she got married to him or she was the daughter or granddaughter of the owner. She was lost on the street. Somehow she came all the way from Cuba, or she came all the way from, I don't know, from uh, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. There usually was like beaches around, you know, and they come in and be like, oh, but your grandpa is that German handsome man. <laughs> all the time. And because I grew up with that and, and I saw that, it, there was something that I would always look forward to, and it was that time that she would change. From a poor mindset to a rich mindset. From an old name to a new name. 
Now, I want you to listen to me, please. When Jesus died at the cross, he didn't stay at the cross. He resurrected. And the Bible says that he's seated in heavenly places by the throne of God and that he has seated us with him. Meaning that everything that he has is mine. I believe that many of us are still walking with a puppy, with that sin, with that condemnation, with that guilt, with your battle. What makes people look at you and say, ay, pobrecito, how can I help you? And we, we stay in this place asking for a job and we're the owners. But I believe today there's people that can understand what the centurion understood. That he said, even though I'm not worthy, if you say a word, everything can change. Say with me, say the word. In John chapter 1, scripture says, verses 1, 2, and 3, in the beginning, talking about Jesus, was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was And Jesus was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And everything was made through him. In Genesis chapter 1, verses 1, 2, and 3, says, in the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was was without form, disorderly, and void. The earth was without form and void. My life was without form and void before Jesus came in. Without form and void, and darkness was over me. was on the face of the deep. And the spirit was hovering, hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. Then God said, Jesus, then the word came out and there was light. Everything was void, everything was empty. There was no order, there was chaos, but we serve a God that when he speaks, he brings order into every area of our life. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? I I want you to take this in I'm not worthy, but if you say the word, if you speak, if you create out of emptiness, out of darkness, if you can bring Jesus into my life, everything can change. The whole story reads like this in Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. The focus of what we're doing today, we're studying today, it says Jesus has sent it, entered Capernaum. A sentry came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, My servant's lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. My servant is being tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak the word, and my servant will be healed. Then Jesus said to a centurion, go your way, and as you have believed so let it be done to you as you have what and his servant was healed that same hour
What happens in our life? We connect with the heavenly, with the divine. What happens within that situation and that problem in our life? We speak what he says, not what we think. What happens when we come with that heart of the centurion and say, God, I'm not worthy? See, many of us, our pride blinds us to the point in which we've been separated for so long from what God has for us that we think that because we're religious, we're walking in faith. And I know a lot of religious people that have no faith. And Romans chapter 10 says, if you believe in your heart, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved, that, that you will be saved, that translation is you will be healed, you will be whole. Healing that brings wholeness. The earth was formless and it was void. Our life was formless and chaos and void. But if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, there's a difference between me saying Jesus is Lord than in me believing that Jesus is Lord. Because if I believe Jesus is Lord, the situation in my life does not control me. He controls me. Because if Jesus is Lord, my emotions do not control me. Jesus has control over all things. Even though there's darkness, the spirit is hovering, and when he speaks, light comes. When he speaks, my marriage can be restored. When he speaks, I get new purpose in life. When he speaks, I get a new dream of how to do business. When he speaks, I'm able to start walking by faith, and I'm I'm not afraid anymore. Somebody say with me, I'm not afraid anymore. Because I know that he's in control. A couple of years ago, I was in the hospital. My father had been in a couple of surgeries. The doctor said, um, we're giving the power of attorney to the oldest son because your mom's uh, uh, understanding of what we're doing here requires that you be translating for her. So we're gonna, we're gonna give this power of attorney. You can take, this, uh, take care of this. And I need you to sign if you want us to resurrect him or not if something happens in the surgery. He's already gone through several surgeries and honestly, but uh, the doctor told me, I don't know how he's still here. And in my mind, I was like, I know why he lives from the inside out. (laughs) Because there's something that happens when you submit your will to God's will, you get an unstoppable will power. Unstoppable will power. A desire to make an impact, have an influence, a desire. And I'll tell you this, dads that are here, you don't have to do much, you just have to be present. You just need to want it. The problem is if God will come right now and say, what do you want? We don't know what we want. So as I'm, as I'm signing this, I go with my dad and I say, listen, dad, I have to sign this. They're telling me this, but you tell me. And he goes, you're in charge. I'm like, stop joking. He's like, no, no, no. I trust you. I don't even trust myself. That, that please, I need you to tell me. And as a good Christian man that he is, he says something that I, I dislike hearing from Christian people. Go pray about it. Come on, where are my real people that dislike that? People say, like, I'll be praying for you. Or why don't you pray about, see what God says about this. 
I'm like, no, don't pray. Tell me what to do. Come on, where are my people that are real? I know I have to pray about it, Dad. But what do you want me to do? I want you to go pray about it. So I go into my prayer closet and I start praying. And I'm like, God, I really don't want to pray about this. I want to pray about his healing. But I know I'm not worthy to draw close to you. But if you say a word, all I'm asking is for a word. And many times we want the word for healing and God wants to bring a word for transformation. You want a, a word to solve the problem and God wants to bring a word that brings wholeness and peace into your life. And all I listened to, I, I cannot explain it to you. It's not, I didn't hear this, this voice. I, I, just, I just got this thought. This is the way God speaks to you all the time. You, just, you pay attention. And all I heard was, everything's going to be okay. Come on, look at the person next to you and tell them, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. That's all, that's, but that's all I needed to hear. And I get on the car. I'm two story. No, uh, I'm telling. I get on the car. I turn on the car, and the song comes out. Todo va a estar bien. Everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> Have you ever been there? And you're like, that's not God. <laughs> Who told the pastor? <laughs> and I get with my dad. So listen, all I got is everything's gonna be okay. It's like then stop stressing about this. Can I tell you many times the stress we carry, the anxiety we carry, the torment we carry. My, my servant has been tormented. It's because we don't hear the word. And he speaks in that subtle, still voice. See, when I was reading this, and I thought about the way he came to Jesus, I was like, man, he's saying, just say a word. Did you get that in verse 8 of Matthew chapter 8? Just say the word. He has so much faith. Jesus is like, I'm willing to go because that's the God we serve. He's willing to walk with you. He's willing to go to where you are. Some of you got saved in a bar. Some of us got saved. Come on. We're fighting and God brought peace into our heart because he goes where you are. This is where we struggle. Religious people, we struggle. I struggle because I want to put God in this box and he doesn't fit in my box. And, and he comes and he reaches where, he, where we are, but he's looking for people that say, God, you don't even have to show up. Just say the word. He's crying out. He's not demanding. He's worshiping. You're greater. And if you say the word, if you say the word, and John chapter 14, verse 13, the, the word of God states, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father will be, may be glorified in the Son. Please listen to this. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was, the word was with God, and if he speaks, chaos comes into order. And whatever you ask in my name, just Jesus speaking, whatever you ask in my name, whatever you ask to show me. How many of you work at a place that you have to wear uniforms? I disliked uniforms in high school. You know, I was in a private school. And then I go to work and I have to wear uniforms. I don't like uniforms. Why do we wear uniforms, church? Somebody say, let me represent. We represent, right? I have this uniform, whatever it is that you have. You know? When I see a Chick-fil-A person with a uniform, I'm like, my pleasure. 
you represent. When we ask for something in his name, we represent. So we don't ask for things that are selfish. How come my prayers are not being answered because they're selfish? We ask for things in my name that represent him, selfless things. That's when his blessing comes. Señor, por favor, me da trabajo. Would you give me work, please? The end of the soap opera finishes. Mr. Del Toro is back there. Divorced, left behind. <laughs> now she's the owner. In our novella and our soap opera in our life, there's something that takes us from here to here. And it's the cross. And he stayed there to make a bridge so you can come from darkness into light. Let there be light. Let there be new understanding. Let there be freedom. And he stays there. And as he is giving his life for us, <laughs> he doesn't do it to force you. He does it so that you can understand. And I pray that you get this. That he was representing you so you can represent him. That he was taking your place so that now you can live a life. You know what takes us from healing to wholeness? Are you ready for this? From healing to wholeness. How many of you have gone through a healing process? You know, and you see the scar? And just because you're scarred doesn't mean you're not healed. What takes you from healing to wholeness is the way you look at the scar. Come on, where are my scarred people? If you see it in the cross, <laughs> if you don't see it in the cross, if you don't see it in Jesus, it will cause pain. My servant is being tormented. When we got this place that we're here, it's been about 12 years, I believe, that we got this place. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Horizon did not have a Walmart. Come on, where are my people that loved Horizon before we got anything? Only three of you, okay? <laughs> now it's crazy. Wherever I go, it's like, uh, Pastor, uh, your church is in Horizon. I live in Horizon, Pastor. I go, How long have you been living here? Oh, about three years here on the East Lake area. <laughs> I'm like, that's not Horizon. That's New Horizon. But remember, we were in that place. I want you to get the seven years with no water, no electricity, in a tent. Believing a call of God. Giving food to, to people. Doing what God called us to do. And then we get water and we get electricity. And we think we're good. Because, you know, when you don't have any, you know what I'm saying? You, it's like, you know, when you go, you go to a house and they invite you to eat. And those of, you that, those of us that grew up with 20 people and, and, you know, you have to eat fast. And they tell you, you want double? You want seconds? I can have seconds? So we're like, wow, like, I, we have electricity? And we come to this place. This place was being repossessed by the city. And I just passed by it. We were right here. The fire department was our land. And this building's here. And I see it. And I walk in. And I get a word. This is yours. 
as subtle. But I knew it wasn't me. And I come and I pray and I'm like, God, we have water and electricity, now we're good. But if you say the word, all I heard was, I'm with you. Everything's going to be okay. I'm with you. I want you to listen to this. When we started this process of this new building, I didn't get a new word. I got the same word. Oh, you didn't hear me. In the beginning was a word. The word was with God. He never changes. And we're waiting for a new word to do something new. But now we have to believe it's the same word. I'm with you. And if he's with me, who can be against me? And if he's with me, I can believe that all things are possible for those that believe, for those that walk in. And I want you to get this in your spirit. It's not about me. It's not about you. Just say the word. Just say the word. I want you to stand with me today. There's a shift that happens when we go from here to here because we understand that we're not worthy and we're not deserving. I know there's this counterculture of what we listen to today that tells us that it is because of us. And I'm here to tell you that it's in spite of us. so heavy for you to carry this but he took it in the cross and if we'll be honest with ourselves what caused the chaos and the world this is and the earth was without form what causes us to be deformed <laughs> to not have form and void is that things we do without asking him for a word. Because our ego, because our desires, many times speak louder. And today I'm going to challenge you to pray, God, say a word. And some of you, that word is let go some of you that word is take the risk and some of you that word is trust rest to you close your eyes where you are as we worship I want you to draw close to God and say just say the word God I believe just say the word maybe you've been struggling you're like pastor I don't know if I've given Jesus really my heart Today's a perfect day for you to do so. To make him Lord. Stop letting your emotions rule you. Stop letting the things outside. So with your eyes closed today, church, I want us to pray this. If I believe there's somebody today here that's going to say this with all their heart, maybe for the first time, maybe again, that you walked away. I want you to say with me today. Say, God, I need you. I'm sorry for doing things 
without asking. I'm sorry. And today, Jesus, come into my heart. Speak to me and guide me and take me to your purpose and your will. Everybody say amen. Thank you for listening. Stay connected through our social media and remember, we are family.